InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Physician Arthur Tim Garson is a nationally recognized health policy expert and director of the Health Policy Institute at the Texas Medical Center. He's co-author with Ryan Holywell of Exposing the 20 Medical Myths, Why Everything You Know About Healthcare is Wrong and How to Make It Right. Doctor, welcome to the show. We'd like to talk about some of these medical myths. We obviously don't have time for all 20, but let's just lead off with the first myth U.S. healthcare is the best in the world. I think a lot of people believe that to be true, but you're saying that's a myth. They sure do. And, you know, if you're in a place like the Texas Medical Center, we've got 63 different places around here, hospitals and medical schools. You look around and you say, good grief, how can this not be the best in the whole world? And there are a couple of answers to that. Notice we said healthcare and not medical care. So there is a difference, and it's an important difference, between health care and medical care. Health care is big numbers, life expectancy, infant mortality. That's health care. The United States is in the 50-50 club, 50th around there for both life expectancy and infant mortality. So our health care is actually not very good, as in 49 other countries, better than we are. Let's jump right to myth number two, which is in many ways U.S. healthcare is cheaper than other countries, and you say it is not cheaper. Yeah, I don't think we'd get a whole lot of people biting on that one. The, the purpose of that one is to say just how bad is it. And probably the best way to look at how cheap or expensive we are is how much per person we spend. And we spend about twice as much as in the next group down. In some places, if you just take Switzerland, we're about twice as expensive as Switzerland. And if we then say, well, what do we buy for it? We don't buy very much, given the fact that our healthcare indices are not very good. Wow. Well, let's jump ahead on your list here of the 20 medical myths. Preventive care saves money. I think most people think that's true, but you say it's a myth. Okay, we got to start, and I'll, if I can say this six times quickly, I will. Preventive care is the right thing to do. So let's make sure that, you know, I start and end with that. Preventive care is good. Keeping people healthy is what we want to do. The deal is it doesn't save money about 80% of the time. So we want to distinguish between should we all practice preventive care? Absolutely. Let me give you a very brief example, and you'll get it very quickly. There was a paper about five years ago where the people in the Congressional Budget Office looked at the cost of cigarettes if they knocked down the overall cost of a number of things but increased the cigarette tax by 50 cents. So they said, all right, let's increase the cigarette tax by 50 cents and look out 30 years at the federal budget. Well, lo and behold, if you increase the cigarette tax, people stop smoking, they decrease the amount of smoking, they live longer, and they are more expensive because they live longer. You know, you say, well, that's not really what we meant. Well, yeah, it is. It's important because many, including even in some of the more recent presidential campaigns, people who are running for president say, oh, look, 
we can save all this money and pay for the uninsured by keeping people healthy. No, we can't. It's the right thing to do, but Mm. there is not money there. We're talking on InfoTrack with Arthur Tim Garson, a medical doctor and co-author of Exposing the 20 Medical Myths, Why Everything You Know About Healthcare is Wrong and How to Make It Right. And this next myth, I believe I just read an article that stated this, what you're saying is a myth here, and that is that the United States faces a dangerous shortage of doctors. The emphasis here is on the word dangerous, all right? There is a physician shortage there, especially with a lot of rural counties. We have a lot of places in the United States where there are no physicians in a county or very, very few. That's clearly a physician shortage in those areas. Obviously, in other parts of the country, Houston, Chicago, New York, there's not a shortage of physicians at all. So I think the first thing we've got to do is understand how we would measure that. How would you say is there a shortage or not? And the simplest way to do that is really, can people get to see a physician when they want to? That's the simplest way of doing that. And you might think that, oh, that's obvious. No, they can't. Well, in fact, in a fair number of cases, they can. We have a survey the Texas Medical Center does every year. We're just getting new results this year. And more than not, whether in rural, in some parts of the country, or certainly in urban places, they say they can get an appointment when they need to. So it's a myth that it is a dangerous shortage. Let's pursue that a little bit, if you don't mind. How can we get there? What would you say is the path to getting where we want to be with our health care? What the presidential candidates have really not mentioned at all is we have to decrease the cost of health care, period. If we go back to Chapter 3, it says the U.S. wastes one in every ten medical care dollars. No, we actually waste one in three We waste a trillion dollars a year in what we spend on medical care. A trillion dollars a year. Now, if we can capture some of that, imagine how we could do the right thing for the country. What would happen if premiums and deductibles went down by 20%? Imagine who could afford it then. So number one is we've got to make it more affordable, and it's not sort of pie in the sky. There are ways, we've had a big meeting at the Texas Medical Center of very discreet ways to think about reducing exactly the cost of health care. People sort of beat around the bush and say, oh, well, we just want to decrease the rate at which health care is increasing. No, no, we want to decrease the cost of health care. Imagine all of the inefficiencies that we have with, right now, hospitals that repeat tests because they can't find it. Someone else gets it across town. How many times do you need to be asked what's your name in different clinics on the same day? Physicians order a lot of tests and do a lot of procedures, some of which are necessary, some of which are not. So those sorts of things can be attacked by reducing the cost. 
Medicare for all may be one way of doing it, but there are a number of other possibilities. And some really smart people have just got to sit and think, rather than necessarily calling it Medicare for all, let's say health care coverage for all, and take two to three years and figure out what the best way to do it is. The book is Exposing the 20 Medical Myths, Why Everything You Know About Healthcare is Wrong and How to Make it Right. Author, physician Arthur Tim Garson and his co-author Ryan Holywell. Dr. Garson, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Real pleasure to be with you. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks. Policy